Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint, as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another Beer-tastic Voyage. Hi, everybody, and welcome to an episode of Beer-tastic Voyage. My name's Kevin. I'm Justin. Hi, guys. And Mark continues to ruin everything. Yes, Mark continues to uh, fuck us. So we have um, transported locations for a couple episodes here. Welcome to my wonderful dining room. Yes. Yay. You know, the uh, the cats, <laughs> demons have infested our previous haunt. Yeah, they, uh, they, they've been living in the ceiling. We're not sure how we're going to get them out. <laughs> but, Mark, we appreciate you lending the space to cats and people and, and podcasting. Yeah. Well, I didn't want you to die, so. Yeah. It, <laughs> the first episode might have been okay, but the second episode I would have, you know... Sounded like I was, you know, neck deep in a disease. <laughs> and then by and, the third one, we'd and I be injecting be you in any- the neck with an EpiPen. Yeah, and I wouldn't <laughs> be able to taste anything anyway. Really wouldn't. Um, but today we have some beers from one of our favorite spots, Brickhouse Brewing. Um, you can go back and check out episode six for some beers with them. And I think episodes 30 and 31, we interviewed um, Paul, the head brewer there. Yep. Paul's one of our favorite people. Yes, he is in Long Island Brewing. So, the, what do we have? What do we have? Which uh, beers do we have today? So we've got their uh, Streetlight, their ESB, and then uh, a nice pair, which is nice one pair. of their IPAs. Yeah, I say that about Justin a lot. Yes, a I nice do pair. have a nice pair. Actually, I really should have turned that into a balls joke for you, but I missed the opportunity now. There you, go. <laughs> you let it go right by. I did. I played right <laughs> into your hand every time. So which one are we going to start with? We're going to start with a streetlight, okay. which is, you know, their light American. Their light American lager. Flipping, and, flipping pallets beer. Yes. Yeah. And I got to say, for, like, I've had, I think I've had all three of these before. I know you guys have. Yeah. Um, but the streetlight, it's not one that I normally order when I'm there, but I've had it a few times. And as I remember it, it's light American lager, but it's nice and fresh and, you know, a good drinking beer for pretty much anyone that doesn't know what craft beer is. Yeah, and this is why Crowlers are awesome because we've had these beers for what, like a month and a half. Yeah, and yeah. and you know it's just like you. It, yeah, it's, it's still perfect. Yeah. Really, like gold is the perfect color. It's gold and uh, nice yeah. and effervescent. It, exactly. You, know, you smell it, and it smells like a like a. a yeah. um, uh, a macro lager that just is a little bit more character. Yeah, a little fresher. I'm sorry with the uh, bubbles cleaning inside of the glass. It's a little dusty. <laughs> That's okay. Poor glassware choice. But yeah, it smells just like just like any other macro lager. A little little biscuity, but nothing crazy. Yeah, a little bit more fruity esters than uh, you would expect from macro beer, but yeah, I like to think it's a you know. Just like fresher, I yeah, very that, similar, just a little fresher. Yeah, exactly. It, it, I haven't had a Coors Light in a really long time, but this is what I remember it tasting like. But this ta- this has more flavor, for lack of a better way of saying it. It's just more. Uh, there's a little bit more going on, and you get a little bit more of the biscuit note. Right. My f- problem is this is what like macro lagers will taste like. The third or fourth one in. Once you get past the bitter and kind of the bite of it that sucks, then you're like, oh, hey, I've got to this point. And you're like, okay, hey, I can drink it. It tastes good. Right. But no, this is the first one, the first sip of the day for me of a beer, and it tastes great. 
Yeah, and the, this is by far their biggest seller. Their that uh, twenty barrel fermenter they have is yeah. strictly dedicated to streetlight. Yeah, and there's no reason why you can't sell this all over the country, everywhere, and have people that will drink it. Like it's a great beer for everything. Yeah, no, it, it's definitely it's a very good beer, and it's also. A good alternative to people that are coming that, and I've seen it happen. Like the people that go into the brick house and are like, "Can I get three buds?" And yeah. I'm just like, "Why no, are you but here?" He, but here's this. No, here's this. Drink this. And right. I can't imagine why they would be upset to, if they want Bud Light to, or Bud to get this. Like, it's not as strong of a forward flavor as a Bud Heavy, you know, and it has more flavor than Bud Light. So, like, it's. Honestly, it's closer to, because I've drank it recently, it's closer to Miller High Life. You know, that's the one beer that I haven't had enough of, like, from a macro perspective. Right. By the time I had, like, by the time I started drinking beer, I had had, you know, all the other macros, and I'm like, all right, I'm done with beer. Like, I don't need to try anymore. I know what they're what they're right. like. And then once I started drinking craft beer, I was like, I'm not going to go back and drink no. Miller High Life. I might as well continue drinking craft beer. Right. But so I, I will have to visit that at some point. It would be fun to do a, a, like a triangle test with this in Miller High Life. Because other, pe- other people have said that as well. Yeah. Um, the funny thing with High Life, though, is the it, it's pretty hard to actually track down in our area. Not really. It's, I haven't had a problem with it. It's not, it's not, it's, you can't pick it up in just any place. And I know, I'm speaking from experience, because yeah. that's, it's really the only thing my father-in-law will drink. I feel like So I go on quests to find it, and like, I really, I specifically, like, I can't just pick it up in the supermarket. Maybe, maybe you're there. just so good at finding good craft beer that like, <laughs> you, you, your, your soul just turns you away from wherever I, it could I have be. a blind spot to high life. <laughs> yeah. Come on, you don't like the girl on the moon? You know, sit, the girl sitting on the moon oh, right. logo. You know, it's funny. I can picture the bottle in my yeah. head. It just, you know. I have like 12 empties in my thing right now from Passover, that uh, from my bin from Passover, because my brother loves it. Oh, okay. I, and it's, I love a good, you know, good party beer. It doesn't quite suck as much, and it's, it's easy drinking. And this one kind of falls into that same category for me. Um, and as far as the rating goes for this um on quality and how much i'm willing to drink on a hot day with a burger this can't be beat and i'm gonna go with a growler on it like it's a really good american lager beer yeah yeah i think that this is and you know i'm sure i mean this is what paul paul that's why paul calls it the palate flipping beer if you serve this beer to someone who is only interested in the macro beers they're going to go, okay, hold on. So wait, these guys make a beer that's like this. And it will almost definitely get them to extend and then order a different beer off of the brick house menu. So, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I like that one. Let me try yeah. one of the others. Right. And, you know, as you keep going back back there, you probably will end up, you know, a craft beer junkie. Um, for me, it's, it's a bomber, though, because I'm already a craft beer junkie. And, I, you know, it's a great beer. But I'm, I'm looking for a little bit more um, past two. Uh, but I definitely get the uh, the the barbecue lawnmower situation. Yeah, it's that like that's where it just sticks out in my head. Like, and with the food that they serve at Brickhouse, which is all fantastic, but you get the good Brickhouse burger with a with a pint of this, and I can't think of a better meal. Exactly. I do have to say that I'm especially fond of their uh, 
sausage platter of the three little piggies. <laughs> yeah, that is a good one. That is a good one. Shepherd, I, shepherd's pie is my, my go-to. I, I, I A lot of times I'll hit the fish and chips, but that burger is, is a really good... They do a really good bacon cheeseburger there because they use the nice cheddar. Oh, there. yeah. So but, it's hard for me to pass that up. I mean, it's not my thing, but uh, I've, this past week, which is may, might be too late for the people listening and watching to this, but they had like a special that was a tower of spicy tuna. Oh, okay. and it was like this really fancy looking thing with, uh, you know, like the perfectly formed patty of rice, okay. you know, with a mold and right, then right. like the tuna strips like sticking out of it like a crown. Very fancy like looking. Little tuna lollipop things. Yeah. Interesting. Very, very fancy. Like, I'm sure it was delicious, but it's not really my thing. Exactly. But anyway, as far as me, uh,. I'll go with Kevin on this one, and I'll go Growler for the streetlight. All right, interesting. But I, like, I love. I'm I'm sorry to no. cut you off there, but like, I just love that this is the beer that they have all the time. Like, it's always ready to go, and they they make they double batch this thing like once a week. Yeah, they, they plow through this beer, and if they can if they were distributing, they could distribute the hell out of this beer, and it'd be it'd be great. Yeah, they buy it up. People would buy it up like crazy. I know they would. Yeah, I was lucky enough to um, get invited to go down and check out a uh, beer that uh, the assistant uh, brewmaster, uh, Brian, kind of devised. It was a right. Belgian Golden uh, Strong, I believe. Okay. Um, and, no, it's right, right? Yeah. Yeah. And um, while we were there, I saw, while I was there, I saw the, 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 sp- the special streetlight fermenter, and it's, you know, <laughs> double double the size of yeah, the other ones, and you're like, man, this one place goes through that much of this one beer. Yeah. You know, they have, I mean, the place is almost always packed, especially on, like, Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, yeah. and they have live music all the time. Great music, too. Um, and, you know, right in Patchogue, so they're, they have a great uh, great spot. That uh, that beer should be out pretty soon. It was uh, listed as uh, uh, coming soon on the menu when I was there this past week. And with any like, we'll actually get the opportunity, opportunity to sit down with uh, Brian and um, perhaps Paul for a short period of time to talk about that beer. Well, if we get Paul to sit down, it's probably not going to be a short period of time. But, <laughs> but I love that he's always willing to share so much about the beers and things that he creates. Yeah, I know. I, I mean, for as long as he can sit, I could listen to him. So it's great. I know. Uh, I know he was super stoked about it. But they, I think it's on the board right now. The rice, rice baby. Yes, which I, I had an opportunity rice, to have. What is that? Is it jasmine rice saison? A jasmine rice rosemary saison. Okay, I gotta but try that. They've got the the picture of vanilla ice. Oh, of course they do yeah. on the tap handle and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And uh, when he when it first went up on the board, he posted something on Instagram like it was like a whole. Like uh, yeah. spoof on the lyrics. Yeah. It, that's actually, I think, in the in the menu now. Oh, as a, as oh, as, as like the flavor yeah. text for yeah. it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. Before before we uh, we move on to the next one, I will say that that beer was fantastic. I'm doing my best that I can possibly can to just allow this to be background music. Not a movie. So I don't know if. Mark remembers this, but when him and I and our friend Tony used to do the bowling league together, Tony would like try like that was one of those songs that just like anytime someone would start it, like it would just like keep going in my head, and I have to oh, okay. almost like Cartman with "Come Sail Away," like that's me with that song, and I don't remember all the lyrics anymore, but like I have to just run it through my head. You have for to go, two minutes. go go until the end. Yeah, exactly. Until right. in my head, I hear yeah, yeah, kick it one more time. <laughs> 
So that uh, the rice rice baby, it was um, not to start that again, yeah. but it but it was uh, um, you got uh, a very clean rice uh, character to it, and also the rosemary was an amazing compliment to it. Yeah, and yeah, and I, there were a couple other new ones on the board we can talk about later, but it was uh, um, I, I really enjoyed that. What do we got now? The second one's the ESB, which, if I remember, is extra special bitter, correct? Correct. All right. I, I recalled. And, oh. and the extra special really just has to do with uh, the alcohol strength. Okay. So that means it's a higher alcohol strength than a normal bitter? Correct. So like a standard bitter, it, I think the alcohol content is like three and a half or less. Okay. So that's, that's a super session. Yeah. And then you have your best bitter. I may have the order. I, I'm no, I think you're right. Not I, terribly, right. terribly certain on this. Then you step up to best bitter, which is a you know a little higher, little higher, still less. Probably than, what like the five percent. I think still four. less than five. Yeah, okay. like four and a half, five. I think All Max right. is at it. And then you go. There's one other step before extra special. Do you remember what it's called? I don't, but I also remember that being like extremely uncommon. Not extremely, but at least somewhat uncommon. Yeah, like I yeah. know with most. American craft breweries, you're just going to see the ESB because right. most of them don't make anything that's less than you know five and a half percent. And the purpose of this, the strength was as per usual when it comes to historic beer styles. I believe it was taxes, right? Right. Yeah, because you were taxed on the alcohol content. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, the uh, and the just bitters in general are actually not terribly bitter. Right. If I recall, um, I know it's an English style. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm think, I think it's a bitter. Or at least in the ESB is Old Speckled Hen. Yes, I'm and pretty sure that's it is. one that I've had that I'm pretty fu- that that I'm a fan of. I'm a fan of that beer. I don't remember exactly if it's in the ESB, but I feel like it's a similar style. Yeah, it's, well, yes. You got Google it, it, for it's me. Listed, listed as an English Pale Ale, which is, is basically a bitter. Interesting, right? In, in, yeah, I mean English Pale Ales are a, a, are a little more bitter than bitters. Okay. Right. The English pale ale is one of those things you don't you don't really see anymore, you know, from from anybody at least, especially in the U.S. No, not often. Yeah, yeah, which is a shame because I kind of like English pale ales. Yes, me too. Um, and the, I've had Old Speckled Hen before. Yeah, it's pretty good. And I also know that one of the um, members of uh, beer, uh, Justin, likes. Uh, he's a big fan of Old Speckled Hen. I mean, oh I, yeah, 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 big fan. Yeah. I know some. I know they'll sell. Um, if you go to some bottle shops, they'll sell uh, the Tollboy cans. Oh really? Of, of old speckled hen. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, not the forty, not not like thirty-two ounce crawlers, but the the twenty-two ounce cans. Yeah, they have those, which I'm sure in some imperial measurement is you know is a perfect one of something. But <laughs> right. I don't know. What, you know, it's it's a uh, it's a seven eighth stone or something. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the, the aroma on this is my favorite. This is one of the other ones I had in the flight when I uh, I ate there this past week. Right. And um, I love the uh, like kind of earthy. Hop, hop notes it has um it's hard for me to describe it because again it, as long lines the street light it it's like a beer flavor to me it's a little bit of caramel in the in the, in the nose too yeah it's a to me it's a little bit of a, a little it's still that biscuity side of of bread oh definitely but, but it, it's got that i think you hit it with just a, a touch of caramel in there just a little more you know refined sugar yeah, I mean the the flavors are very similar to the streetlight. They're just every one is turned up slightly more intense. That's right. a really good way to put it. I like that. It's a slightly more intense version of streetlight. 
Um, and it comes in, what was the ABV on this one? 5.7. Right. So the streetlight, I think, is at, what is that, 4.7? Yeah. Yeah, 4.7 on that one. So, yeah, that's I, w- I would be interested to see the difference in the recipes. I wonder if it's it really is just that close. It's possible. You know, there might be a diff- you know a difference in hop varieties. Right. Probably like a little more optic malt in one of them. It's kind of. <laughs> I know he loves the optic malt. Yeah. <laughs> um, but these are these are another one of mine that I enjoy. Yeah, I, I also I really enjoy how crisp this is. Mm. It's you know very very crisp on the, the finish. The only time I run into. A problem with this style is when people try to Americanize it and they use American hops that create kind of like a that that resiny yeah effect to it I love it I like I like English hops and so when they when they try to take the style and then they destroy it with make it taste like grapefruit (laughs) I'm not against the grapefruit flavor I know you are I'm not against it um to me when it tastes like pine salt Right, you, you know, to get that resin, you that know, grass. Like, like when you walk into a place that's just been cleaned and you can taste the flavor of pine salt <laughs> in your mouth, like that's how clean it is. You know, like when I get that in my beer, I'm not happy about it. No, I, I tend to enjoy the uh, British styles a lot. And this is one of them that I only recently had even one or two of. Because like, I mean, you see that word bitter, especially for someone like me who doesn't right. really like bitter beer at all or even bitter food. I'm immediately not going to order it. Mm-hmm. But... You know, having learned a little bit, I uh, I, I ventured off and uh, and very very happy that I did. Um, I like this is what I in theory what I what I think a craft beer nerd would want the streetlight to be, uh, like a, a ramped up version of it. So for me, this is a growler all, all day. Okay, I mean i I can see where you're going with that. Um, for me, I actually because the flavors are a little more intense, I'm going to turn it down. A notch and say that i'm gonna go with the with the bomber on it because i want the two the flavors are a little more intense and the bitterness does start to add up after a little while after the second one so that's when i would go okay let me try to change pace a little bit i'm so, gonna side with kevin as well on the bomber mostly just because of the alcohol being nearly six percent like yeah. i drink two of these unless i'm off the next day or something <laughs> like that like you know, I'm I'm not I'm I'm not going for more than two. Yeah. So along those lines, last night at um, for anybody at home, I just bought a new house, so I definitely needed to drink. Um, yeah, that's a drinking worthy. Thanks to, <laughs> thanks to thanks to everyone in this room and a bunch of other people, we were we're all moved in. But uh, last night when I got home, I grabbed a, a bottle of uh, Patsy Patsy rides again, the bourbon barrel aged one, one from from Mustache, and. Uh, I opened it to the 22, and it just turns out that I have a Siebel Institute uh, glass that I can pour a whole 22 into. That's a perfect glass. <laughs> I don't know why they made this glass, but I could drink a whole 22 out of it, and it was pretty amazing. So I had one beer last night and was rickety wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when you mentioned the 6% and it being roughly a bobber, that was 7.6, and I, I drank that. And yeah, okay. I see your point. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, it's surprising. You would think with like how I keep trying, you know, I don't know if you guys have had this same experience, but as you keep trying more of these craft beers and going around drinking all these beers, like, I feel like I would drink a lot more beer than I used to. Oh. Yet somehow I just get, I'm just like I've become more of a lightweight. <laughs> I I definitely I mean being that I took basically ten years of actual my actual drinking years and didn't drink beer at all. Right. For sure, I drink a lot more beer now. 
And yeah, I, uh, I guess it's age because I mean, it used to take a lot for me to to feel even a little tipsy. And last yeah. night I, I finished drinking that, and I'm sitting there working on my computer, and I'm like, oh man, You're like oh, there's a semicolon missing. It's not a thing I should be doing right now. <laughs> Like I said, yeah. semicolons missing and everything's ruined. <laughs> right. I want to compile. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, before we have this last one, I, I came up with this just now. The three of us have eaten and drank at Brickhouse a ridiculous amount. Yeah. Um, pick pick your favorite beer you've had there. It's tough, oh. tough choice, I know. I know for me, there's definitely several in mind. Um, I think for all of us, we can agree the nitro booms out. Yeah, that's my immediate choice. Yeah, that's the their nitro milk style, which is just out of control. Yeah, so good. Um, but my my personal favorite is um, oh man, it just went right out of my head. Exactly. Somebody else go. Can you go? Well, I'm I'm a big fan of the Carrick Fergus. That's what. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's my my personal favorite. When the Carrick Fergus, they, when they have that and it's like they, they put it on nitro, it's an amazing beer. Yeah, it's 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 always on nitro. Yeah, yeah, that's their jam. That's a, uh, um, it's a cream ale, cream ale yeah. on nitro, and but it's so oh, good. But it's uh, whiskey, wood aged. Yes. Last time I was there, um, we had been out drinking for some event, and then I was supposed to meet up with Rachel, um, and I forget who with my wife and somebody else, and I don't remember who. I think it was her dad. I was just say I think yeah, I thought it was her dad. And we went to Brick House, and. I, and they had it on tap, so I had to get a pint of it. And she just looks at me. She's a another beer, <laughs> another beer. Like you, you need to have another beer with right. with dinner. I'm like, it's you don't understand. It's Carrick Fergus. I have to have one. Like I, I, it's gonna be. It was. It ended up being the only one I had during the season. Right. But like, I had to have one. Well, when uh, when we were there for for your son's yeah, baptism, for, right? I, yeah, I, I had probably six of them yeah. because oh yeah, the servers were being very good at refilling my glass. The, I, I easily had that. The Boom Stout is probably my number one choice, um, and it's just hard for me because I just I want to drink that one so much that I don't always go to some of the other ones. But when we went to the twenty first birthday, like I loved every single beer that we had. Yes, and we had all twenty one. Oh yeah, and it was <laughs> sure did. It was so, and all of them I really, really enjoy. Um, there are a few that I'm a little less a fan of, but if I had to pick number two, I'd probably go with the beer to guard that he makes. Yes. Yeah, Aegis is, which yeah. is the name. I, yeah. I I really do enjoy that one. That as is well. a that is a really nice beer. I like that beer. And for anybody who's listening, all three of those are on tap right now. The Carrick, uh, as of uh, uh, a week before this is going to air. Yeah. Will uh, was on tap, and hopefully will be. I know that I'm pretty sure they made more of that this year than they usually do because of how much of a, a big hit it is. Um, if you can get there and have it, that's uh, anytime anybody goes there this time of year, they do it obviously around St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, it's a good spring beer too. Yeah, I that's the one that I think everyone has to have. Whether you're into beer or not, you should have one. It's it's I'd have to say you, one of the most unique beers I've I've ever had. Yeah, it's definitely transformed. It's, just, it's definitely transformed. I'm not good at this. <laughs> I'm not good at this. This is literally the first episode today. I'm not good at this ever. <laughs> yeah. Swirling a glass. Listen, I'm the shittiest beer judge on the planet. I can't swirl a glass. Well, I mean, aside from that, right, but you but, didn't finish the beer that was in the glass before you were like, hit me with some water. Was it, there was like... There, there, uh, there was pittance left in the bottom. What am I supposed to do? Tap the back of the glass to make sure it's all out? <laughs> this is more than a pittance. Now, now I have flavored water. So it was at least I'm an ounce. Pro move. Flavored water. There you go. That you're spilling on the floor. 
And your lap. Mostly my lap. It's so fucking big, it's hard to get any on the floor. <laughs> uh, but anyway, the Carrick Fergus, it's definitely very trend between the uh the nitro and also the, yeah. the wood aging it is completely transformed from your standard cream ale which is not always i know it's not my favorite style and i don't think it's either your guys favorite style of beer usually either no i mean they're generally generally when you see cream ale it's just it's not to style right yeah you just say they americanized it yeah that's what we were talking about earlier but it is an American style. But yeah, okay, yeah. You're, actually, it's a really good point. They they jack it up so much that I I forget yeah. that it is a, they, basically yeah. an original American style. Yeah. Except yeah. now they've like uber Americanized it. Well, well, like all American things, it needs to go to eleven. Ten is not enough. We need to go to eleven. Yes. So I'm cracking open the last one for the episode. The nice pa- a nice pair, which is only four point nine. I think that's a nine. It's it's probably. Full. It's kind of like a swiggle. It could have been a bad seven. It That's could have a, been nine. a nine. Definitely a nine. But as the as the owner of the worst handwriting in the room, I'll say it's nine. I'm gonna pass that off now, Justin. Do you remember what? I know there was obviously there was pears in this, but what was the other fruit? Because I know it was more than just pear. Do you remember? I want to say apricot, but let me check. That sounds about right. Yeah. I'll look that up while you guys uh, describe the aroma. Actually, I think it's one of the first times on, the, on an episode we've ever had three pale beers. Yeah, you, I was actually thinking that, that these are all pretty light in color. I mean, this one is the cloudiest and darkest of the three, but it's still been, you know, if Streetlight is gold and the ESB is dark gold, which I, I'm forgetting the name for whatever the next shade would be, but it's... To me, it's dark gold. Then this is one shade darker than that. Honestly, I think it's dark gold slash copper. Okay. Or light copper. Yeah. I see. To me, the thing that always we'll gets call me it with copper. copper. The thing that always gets me with copper is that I'm looking for that red tint. Oh no. Okay. Amber. Amber is at directly after gold, and right. after amber is copper. All right. So I'm going to stick with dark cop dark um dark gold. Yeah. I, I I have to say I concur with dark gold. But as far as the. Uh, the haziness to this, I would chalk up to the fruit. fact that it's well between the fruit and also IPA. It's a it's a wheat beer. It's a uh, it's also a, a pear and apricot wheat. Is, okay. is what it is. Yeah. Okay. Why I, didn't really... I think it was an IPA. Yeah, I was pre- yeah I was I wasn't one hundred percent sure, okay. but I was pretty sure it was. So the yeah. so the wheat adds the body. Then that's gonna cloud it up. Yeah. So the the well no let's not let's not read the description just yet. But uh, um, have you had this before, uh, Kev? I'm sure I have. I don't remember it. Yeah, I think, Which, it's a, I think it's a new one for this year, but I think we might have had it at uh, at the party that we were at there. I don't yeah. remember. Well, no, he wasn't at... Oh, that's right. That's right. You were uh, coaching. I think oh. you were away or something. Yeah, I was. Uh, that was the baptism party. Yeah. Unfortunately, I had to miss that. I was in Baltimore. Yeah, that's what I, I, yelling I thought at you were out children. of state. <laughs> because they weren't competing well against other children. <laughs> um. Well, now you can feel like you were there because that—that's when I got these. Yes, um, and actually, I think it's—I think we would be remiss if we didn't say that these were gotten because Mark's wife shaved her head. I mean, I don't think that's the only the the only reason, but it definitely helped. Yeah, and uh, I'm pretty sure Paul would have loaded me up with even more growlers if I let him. But I was like, three's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I I got the one for the doing the the St. Baldrick shaving head thing. Yeah, and he's like, "What else do you want?" I'm like, "I I can't." I'm moving. I can't have any more beer. I'm not allowed. <laughs> <laughs> I like this. This is this is n- nice. The um, 
see for me the nose I, I pretty much get um like a tiny hint of fruit i mean both pear and apricot are are, see, are lightly you, you don't get a lot of nose out of either of those i'll be anyway. honest the, the nose on this i think is a little muddled yeah um you smell fruit but i you can't identify i i can't identify exactly which one it is no i can't either. um I get more yeast. I think it's even for me the yeast character. I'm getting more yeah. than even any specific fruit. You could, I could see that it's it's got fruit in there, but I would be hard pressed to pick pear or apricot specifically. Um, you know, I I would pick a white flesh fruit, but I wouldn't pick. I I don't know if I would pick this. Right. You know, maybe if I really scribbled thought through it a lot, I would get to that by process of elimination. But I don't smell it and go, "Ooh, that's pears." Yeah, I think it's possible to smell pears. I mean, you know, the other thing is, I think a lot of, for me, up until recently, when I thought of smelling a pear, I thought of like the dull pear cups, <laughs> which, you know, definitely which, is which not... Which isn't really what pears smell like. But. No, no, it's not. So that that's the, I think, what uh, what might confuse some people. The, the flavors or anjou. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the flavor-wise, I get a, um, again, I feel like I'm getting a lot of the yeast character, um, really good body from the wheat, and um, kind of a little tiny bit of uh, of astringency again, but it's a wheat beer. It tastes a lot right. like a, a wheat beer that definitely has some fruit in it. Mm -hmm. No, I think um, I think it has the least clear flavor. Um, I think between the pear and the apricot, it kind of gets a little muddled. Like muddled is kind of what's coming through to me. I'm getting fruit, but um, it's not sticking out that I want one specific one out of it. Um, I like the wheat. I think it is a good wheat beer base to it, but I don't know if the fruit, the fruit tastes good with it, but I don't know if it really stands out as an individual, as clearly what it is. Like in, clearly in, what fruit is there in, in the, in the base beer. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I can't say how many years it's been since I've actually eaten a pear. So I love pears. They're one. Of, they are one of my favorite hand fruit. Like, <laughs> I know that they're called hand fruits. It just I don't know why it, it made me, it makes me laugh too. I know that that's what it's called. It's okay. nothing, I'm not making fun of you. By any no, no, imagination. it's okay. It's, it's just one of those things that's funny. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. It is a. It is a kind of giggly word phrase. But um, no, I I really like pears. I will. You know, I I think if you get just the right one, it's you know. It's an outstanding, and unfortunately, they're not huge on Long Island. We're a big apple area, not pears. Yeah. But I would, I really wish we grew more pears in Long Island. Didn't it wasn't didn't wasn't there a peach farm out east for a while? Yeah, yeah. Which uh, is surprised you would think peaches wouldn't do as well here, but either. But but that closed, I think, two years ago or something. Yeah, like a while that. ago. Um, for me, I'll also start the ratings on the uh, a nice pear. It is a nice pair, but I don't think it's spectacular. Um, I could see how if people want a wheat, if they know they like wheat beers and they see that it has a wheat base into it, they would try this beer. For me, it's just going to be a pint. Um, it's pretty good. The taste is pretty good. And I'm going to stick at that. Like, it's pretty good, but I think it could be a lot better. As I drank it, um, I found a little more complexity in it mm -hmm. and... Um... I want to take back something I said. I mentioned astringency. I meant to say acidity. It finishes with acidity, not astringency. There's definitely no astringency. Yeah. That's... Um, and uh, I'm going to go with the bomber. Um, I think that I may even want it a little warmer than it is right now. I think it might be even more interesting. But uh, 
Um, yeah, I think it's it's extremely solid, a solid bomber. I'm gonna again side with Kevin in this episode. I'm wrong. That's what we've all learned today. I don't. Apparently, Mark is reading my brain. I don't understand. <laughs> I I do like it, but I I really don't want a second one. I want I I want something else. You want a character? I would like a character, but I can't take that with me. I know, goddamn nitro. Somebody's got to figure that, out a way to package nitro beers to go. It's got to happen. Because that, I mean, that was also part of the thing when we were there for my son's baptism party. It's like, oh, wait, you want anything else? And I'm looking at the board. That's on nitro. That's on nitro. <laughs> yeah. What if we? So Guinness, which is traditionally on nitro, uses the widget, right? To disperse the beer, it's kind of like a ping pong ball filled with nitrogen. Yeah, yeah. and it disperses it. What if we found? What if we found a way to package them almost in like a container, like ping pong ball? Like ping pong balls are like tennis balls, how they come sealed, which apparently is because there's a gas inside the tennis ball, which yeah. I had no idea about, and I had to Google that, and I was like, ah, oh, that makes sense. I thought it was just like convenient. Yeah, if they just if they just had them out, the uh, the gas would escape right. through the, the, the rubber. So what if they just sold like in a pressurized container a bunch of the widgets that you could like drop a widget into the into the canister? And then pour it out. I feel like that's the next thing for the crawlers is they're going to find some way of packaging that in a crawler. See, I think the problem with it is is that uh, because it's not it, nitrogen doesn't readily dissolve in the beer like right. carbon dioxide does. It it's the whole act of actually like filling the canister. You'd have to figure out how to fill the crawler in like a sealed environment, and also add that in so that. So have you seen? So escape. have you seen the? Um, I don't know if they still have it, but I think it was the growler filler that they had at um, at um, Hoptron. It looks oh, kind of like yeah, a sealed yeah. environment. I know it's just to prevent splashing, <laughs> but I feel like with some work we could make that happen. Yeah, we'll have to. We'll have to, to get on our R and D. Yeah. to see what we can do. So yeah. next month, next month. I know you work. Idea. I know you work in. I know you work in wood, but like, let's get this. You know, <laughs> yeah, let's make this happen. No problem. I'll retool the garage. I'll get right on that. Exactly. You're setting it up now, so there's no reason to set it up for wood. Let's set it up for what we really need. I just want to point out, if everybody heard that my phone's ringing and I have it set on Do Not Disturb, you can see the little icon at the top, and my phone is still ringing. So I'd love to know uh, what happened with that. No, but uh, okay, it's magic. Yeah, there's Justin throwing his phone again. There you go. That's good. I'm glad it doesn't have to happen. Only happen in one location. I mean, you probably have it set so that your wife comes through even. Oh when it's yeah, I totally do. All She's right. like so important to you. It's about the shower curtains. <laughs> okay. On that note, she's gonna get one with Jeff Goldblum on. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, you can watch our social media for the release of the uh, the Belgian Golden Strong that I mentioned earlier. Um, that is aged on. Uh, some kind of some kind of wood. I think it's French oak. Yeah. Yes, I believe it is French yeah. oak. Once uh, once that comes out, we'll be sharing it, and uh, I'll uh, I live I work in the area, so I'll probably go get one for lunch, and then go pa- uh, go back and uh, do some more work after that. There you go. <laughs> well, you guys have any other uh, final comments? I think for me, it would just be that here's another three great brews from Brickhouse that further show that they're always making quality stuff. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. Um, and uh, yeah, if uh, you haven't noticed for a craft beer week, Paul has agreed to shave off his beard. If uh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, if they collect five thousand pounds of food in their uh, can for a can drive this year, Paul oh. is going to shave his beard. So if you want to see Paul come sick without a beard, 
Turn in your cans of food. Get your IPA. Born right now. If they get to fifty five hundred, will you guys shave your beards? I'll no. shave mine to get to fifty five hundred. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Mark's, uh, Mark's in. I'll be the stretch goal of 6,000. Okay, no problem. Uh, it would be useless for me to shave my beard because I can't grow one. Oh, I actually, yeah, I just realized you shaved today. Yeah, I look less like a Wookiee, but, like, <laughs> you know, I, I went, I went uh, uh, like, three and a half, four weeks without shaving, and I looked like, I still looked like a quarter of a Mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I had a, uh, I had a hack it down. I had a job interview, so I had a. Hack it down a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. A little, a little, little, pull little, more, little mine, more mine grew farther down my neck, but no further away from my face. <laughs> <laughs> it tried to combine with my ch- my chest. Oh, no. It was close. It was a close uh, call. But uh, all right, guys. D- check out uh, everything Paul's got going on at Brick House. The food. Everything's awesome. Yeah, and yeah. one last thing, though, is that uh, on April 21st, we're going to oh. be at the Blue Point Cascades Festival. Yes, you two guys will be there. Unfortunately, I can't make that one, but yes. um, look for you know Mark and Justin in their Beertastic Voyage shirts, possibly in a Beertastic Voyage hat at that point. We'll and be at the uh, LIBME yeah, we'll tent. See. Okay, and you okay? You guys are pouring with the LIBME, right? Yes, because the uh, the Lich King is being poured. It is. What's left of it? Yes, there was leakage. <laughs> it happens. It does to the best of us. All right, guys. All right. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. If you enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com, on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash beertasticvoyage, and Twitter and Instagram at beertasticshow, or send them a good old-fashioned email at beertasticvoyage at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and cheers for local beers.